Uh, you probably heard the story yesterday. The Federal Privacy Commissioner uh, has completed their investigation into the Tim Hortons app, uh, and they found that, yeah, it broke all kinds of rules, collected um, extensive amounts of data, didn't have the proper consent from people to do so, passed it on to third party, all kinds of things. Troubling, troubling. But at the same time, to me, it doesn't really come as a big surprise. I mean, I think the assumption for a lot of us is, hey, if you've got a phone and you've got an app, you're being tracked. But, um, you know, the privacy is definitely a, an issue. So we're going to chat now with Dr. Tom Keenan, who's a professor in the School of Architecture, Planning, and Landscape at the University of Calgary and author of the best-selling book, Techno Creep. Dr. Keenan, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us. Good morning, Shay. Listen, this Tim Hortons app, first of all, tell us, what did it do? What was the point of this, and, and why did it run afoul of our privacy commissioner? I think this is a good way to understand it. I have a cat, and sometimes he gets out of the yard, right? Yep. So I put a GPS collar on him, and I can track the little son of a gun. It tells me every five minutes where he is. If he's not home by dark, I go and I fetch him like his Uber driver. That's what Tim Hortons was doing to customers. They were tracking people, and they weren't just tracking them when the app was open, which is what they said they were doing. Yeah. They were tracking you all the time. So this one reporter went on vacation to Marrakesh, and he found out that Tim Hortons knew that he was on vacation there. And the other thing that it did is it logged, like if you went to, you know, we were talking about Starbucks with Sarah. If yeah. you went into a Starbucks, Tim Hortons knew, right? Absolutely. And, you know, this all started in 2019. They thought they would have a new marketing approach. So we don't know for sure what was in their minds at the time, but it sounded like they were going to go, oh, Shay is about to go into a Starbucks. Let's send them a coupon for the Tim Hortons three doors away, 50% off a double-double. Maybe we can win him over. So that's the kind of thing they were contemplating, but they never did it, but they still kept collecting information. And it gets worse. They hired a company out of New York called Radar Labs, and Radar Labs uses artificial intelligence. So this reporter, James McLeod from the Financial Post, got under Freedom of Information, under Papita, he got all of his records, and it found that he knew, that it knew where he worked. They had inferred where his office was, and even that his office was in the southwest corner of the building. And, you know, that kind of information on our location is pretty invasive. It can be quite dangerous. Okay, we'll get to the third-party thing in a moment, because you're right, that's a big, big deal. But I want to back up just a little bit and say, when you when you downloaded the app, Sarah couldn't make it work. But if she had, and she had <laughs> gone through the terms of service, would it have told her that this was going to be doing what it did, or did they go beyond what they told users? Like, did you know it was going to be tracking you even when you didn't have the app open? So they definitely went beyond it in the specific case of did it happen, did it track you when it was off? Because they said, and it was a lie, they said the app will only track you when you've got it open. Why this gets complicated is it's different for iPhones and Android phones. Sometimes things work in the background. So without getting all technological, they certainly didn't make it clear to anybody what was going on. And they collected all this information, you know, for marketing purposes, but they never used it for that. One of the principles of information is if you tell somebody you're collecting something for this, 
don't use it for that. Did they use it for anything? I mean, I know they handed it off, and we'll talk about that in a second, but did Tim Hortons actually use it for anything? Apparently what they did is they aggregated some of it, okay, so that they weren't looking at particular people, and they were looking at trends. So, you know, this is legitimate. Years ago when I was the dean of continuing education at the University of Calgary, I ordered a report of what postal codes people were taking our courses from, and if we were underrepresented in part of the city, I would do extra mailings to them. So, you know, that kind of stuff is legitimate, but again, you got to kind of let people know what you're doing. You can't do this clandestinely. Okay, now the partnering with the third party in New York, that mm. that is more concerning, because once you sort of hand all this data over, you really have no longer any control over what it's used for. So what's the risk with bringing in this third party? So the first thing is that they, they're they called Radar Labs. They're down in Brooklyn, and they have lots of big customers like American Eagle, uh, Cars.com. And what they claim they do is customize your customer's experience. So by location, they're all about location, they will tell your customer, did you know that there's this American Eagle store just a block away? Why don't you go there? That type of thing. So that's their official purpose. But, you know, the reality is once you've got information Let's say I know what you did, that the first thing you did this morning is you got up and you went to a mosque. Well, now I know your religion. Next thing, you went to a cancer clinic. Well, gee, I now know that you have a disease, or maybe you haven't told anybody about it. So what people don't get is your minute-by-minute location, which is what this thing was tracking, actually tells a lot about you. In fact, it probably tells me enough to identify you. Okay, that's scary enough. Um, what was the punishment? Now that we've determined that Tim Hortons has gone too far, they got in big, big trouble, right, Doc? I mean, they really got it. <laughs> so, shaming. Really, in Canada, <laughs> the good news is that we have privacy commissioners, and Jill Clayton, the Alberta commissioner, was one, was in on this as well. So she, you know, is a participant in the investigation. But the privacy commissioners can't do anything. In the U.S., the Federal Trade Commission, which does similar things, can find the pants off a company, and this probably would have happened if they had done this in the U.S. So the privacy commissioners, I've talked to the Federal Commissioner, would like the power to make judgments and enforce them. So what Tim Hortons did is they had to kind of confess they had to, you know, tell everybody what they did, destroy the data. And that's an interesting point about what happens to the data. I, I knew the chief of legal for Google, and when they did Google Maps, and very few people know this, they went around taking pictures of everybody's street and so on. They also collected Wi-Fi. They collected, so my house, they would know what Wi-Fi I had in there. And then it turned out they weren't authorized to do that. So I talked to this lawyer for Google, and I said, what'd you do with that data? He said, it's on a hard drive in a safe in my office. Well, Tim Hortons went one further. They claim they destroyed all the granular data that they collected. Hey, I wanted to ask you before I let you go. I see these commercials now for the new iPhone that has... App security. You can turn off all of this stuff that we're talking about. Doesn't matter what the app wants to do. The phone won't let it. Does that work? That sounds too good to be true. It's an improvement. Okay, so, and and to be fair to Google, who makes Android, they have in their latest release added that kind of okay. security too. It's only as good as the person who uses it, though. So if you really want something like that free Tim Hortons donut or Timbit or whatever, and it goes, I want permission to use your camera, you know, sell yeah. your house, do this, do that, uh, you're going to go, yes, 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 yes. So people need to wake up and realize that they shouldn't be saying yes to everything. And sometimes when you deny the 
permission. It doesn't let you use the app, but maybe you shouldn't be using that app. (laughs) (laughs) Brave new world. Dr. Keenan, thank you so much for your time. Always a pleasure. Okay, thanks, Jake. You bet. That's Dr. Tom Keenan, who is a professor in the School of Architecture, Planning, and Landscape at the UFC, also author of the best-selling book, Techno Crepe.